Greetings, everyone. This is the FLN Podcast. On this energetic podcast, we reinforce the FLN mission, which is to give experienced attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. Welcome, welcome. It is great to have you with us. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time, we are excited and enthralled and great to have you with us. And if you are a repeat offender, as we call it, welcome back as your support is greatly appreciated. And hopefully you have enjoyed the content that we've already been spreading around. And I trust you're learning lots of great things, not only about FLN, it's history, it's story, it's things that are happening, but lots of other great business topics as well. So as you may recall on this particular podcast, we talk about networking for attorneys and professionals. We talk business ideas, marketing ideas, strategies. We discuss how to network, when to network, why to network, and the best strategies and techniques to make the most of your networking experiences. So let's dive right in. Whether this is your first time listening to the podcast or you have been here before or you've been to an FLN meeting or I have happened to have met you, the rumors are true. My name is still Mo Eldiri and I have been a proud member of the Florida Bar since 1997 and it was back in 2010 when I embarked on this wild, crazy, ambitious idea of creating this outstanding network of attorneys and professionals in each area of practice throughout Florida and someday beyond. So I always invite you and encourage you to go back to prior episodes to get some more context and insight on the topics that we discuss. And also it gives you a little bit more of a feeling of the things that we've got going on. Now, and tonight's and today's episode of the FLN podcast, we're going to go round out the initial steps needed to implement the EOS program. So if you've been tuning in to some of the last several sessions, we've been talking about EOS and how to implement it in your particular business. So just as a quick recap, the whole EOS is designed to be known as an entrepreneurial operating system. So basically, it is a powerful and effective operating system that is used to operate your business and provide you with some guidance and structure on making sure that all aspects of your business are running well, they're running efficiently, they're running productively for you to be able to get the most out of the time, energy, the technology, and the people that you've got in place. So tonight, in this particular episode, our topic is about the importance of regular team meetings. Invariably, this is a polarizing topic, no doubt. This particular topic, when you talk to people about team meetings, are you having meetings in your business? Invariably, people will say, Oh my goodness, they are such a waste of time. We don't get anything done. It's not really a great experience. It really has been bothersome and all of the negative connotations that go along with meetings. Well, the truth is the reason why people don't get good results from meetings is that they don't have conscientious and really good uh, formatted agendas. They're doing them more haphazard. They're doing them more as of and addressing an urgent matter that has come up and it's become a big hot topic that now all of a sudden we've got to have a meeting about. But 
What I'm truly amazed by is the number of sizable businesses, anywhere from 500,000 to a million to 2 million to $5 million in gross revenue a year and upwards that have anywhere from two, three, five, ten, twenty 10, 20 team members and above that really have not made a conscientious, deliberate and intentional effort to conduct regular team meetings. And I promise you, and I am aware of the law firms that are doing this on a regular basis, it is effective. And uh, it is still astounding that some law firm businesses out there can do very well in terms of generating millions of dollars in annual revenue. And they never actually take the time to have the weekly meetings, the monthly meetings, the quarterly meetings, the annual meetings, and so on and so forth to make sure that all of the people in their organization on their team are on the right level and moving in the right direction. So. Truthfully, whether any of us like it or not, time and time again, the evidence has shown that good, well-run, effective meetings with a set agenda that take place at the set time every week with a design structure can be extremely effective and efficient, and it addresses a lot of great issues that we're going to talk about here in a moment. It avoids the, you know, the meetings really avoid having to constantly put out fires when things become so bad that now the roof is on fire and you really should have addressed it when it was a little smoldering flame on the ground floor with just a few embers ready to ignite. So when you get your mindset ready in your business, and honestly, I'm going to tell you honestly, whether you have one person in your business or you've got more than 50, 100, 200, whatever it is, meetings with yourself and your team, whether it's your leadership team or other people in the organization on your team, need to be addressed in a positive embracing fashion. In other words, meetings are your friend. Get your mindset good and clear and positive about the fact that regular team meetings can be extremely profitable and productive when properly implemented. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, actually, that's really the first step in this entire process is that number one, you as the business owner of your law business have to be convinced that allocating time for team meetings is effective, is productive, and will be profitable as you continue to implement it on a regular basis. So here are some important things that we kind of have to go back on a little bit from our prior episodes as we kind of bring everything together for tonight's discussion on today's episode. So first, in the prior episodes on this particular series, we covered the following things. Initially, when we started this concept, we talked about the structure of your law firm business. We talked about the five areas of the law firm business, the marketing area, the sales area, the operations area, the financial area, and your internal management area. So again, I always refer you back to those particular episodes so you can get more concrete balance and information on what it was that we were talking about. And that'll give you a much better idea as to the things that we are working on. Next, 
In the prior episodes, we talked about how to create your priorities for the upcoming quarter. Again, these are the rocks. In that particular episode, we broke down if you were the marketing, if you were the CMO, uh, the chief marketing officer of your business, what are all the priorities that you're looking to get done this particular quarter? Or if you were the chief sales officer or the chief operating officer or the chief financial officer or whatever, what are the primary priorities that you're going to be looking to get done? Next. In the next episode, we talked about creating your scorecard. And that was where you really start to identify the top 5 to 15 numbers in your business that you need to know, must know in your business every week. Not once in a while, but every week because it helps keep track of the important things that are going on in your business so you can address the matters before they get out of hand. So we covered the areas, we covered the rocks, we covered the scorecard. And remember in that particular episode that we talked about creating the scorecard and your KPIs and your data and all of those important things. Remember, we talked about the fact that sports teams don't just keep track of players' stats and all of the statistical information that they compile because it's entertaining or they just happen to feel that it's going to enhance some form of fantasy football or betting. Sports teams really track that because at the end of the day, it's a business. They track the stats in the business, on the team, in the sports, with the players that gives them the opportunity and the data and the information so that they can make better decisions going into the future on the things that happen. So similarly, that's why we talked about so much and emphasized so much the fact that in the EOS system, you've got to develop that scorecard. You've got to identify it. And sometimes it takes time to develop it. I mean, I know that since we've really started to dive into the EOS system more and more in our FLN organization, that it's taking more and more time to really come up with that scorecard. But the creation of the scorecard itself will really start to get you to be a better predictor of what you can expect legitimately on average in the future on doing things in a particular way. So it's not just about tracking the data. It is also about getting you the data to give you the better opportunity to predict what is going to happen in the future and what you can expect when you take certain actions. So that brings us to tonight's topic in this particular episode. This topic is about regular team meetings. So remember now, team meetings can be anywhere, anything from weekly meetings to quarterly meetings, the annual meetings, the focus days, the vision days, the 90 days, and the weekly meetings. But for tonight's episode discussion, we're going to boil it down and really talk about the level 10 EOS meeting. And, uh, you know, when I first heard the level 10 concept, I really had no idea why it was always being referred to. Why was everyone talking about this level 10? And it turns out that level 10 means that when you rank your meeting from zero to 10, ideally you want your team meeting to be a 10 or as close to it as you can because that then tells you how effective the meeting was. And if it wasn't uh, eight or better, then you've got to kind of address that to see what areas need to be improved for the meetings to get better. So 
we're going to take a step back for a second. First and foremost, if you want your meetings, your team meetings to be effective, you must first work on yourself. And that is you must develop the mindset to be ready, willing, and able to admit that well-run meetings in your business, in your enterprise, in your office can be effective, profitable, and productive. Because I promise you, if you don't feel the meetings will be productive, then they will not be productive. If you are open-minded and embrace the concept that meetings will be effective, profitable, and productive, then they will because you will constantly be looking for opportunities to improve them and get them running efficiently and effectively to be more profitable and effective in everything that you're doing. So I promise you, this is not an experiment. I mean, the studies on this EOS model have been pervasive throughout so many thousands of businesses that use it that it's really worth diving into and investing the time and energy to learn how to do this, to do it. And I promise you, whether you're doing it on your own and meeting by yourself, believe it or not, and going over the things that you need to in this format, or whether you've got a team of two, three, five, 10, 20, 50 people, whatever it happens to be, it is important that you get this team meeting cadence in place to really be effective. So you've got to make the commitment also in this EOS concept that these weekly meetings, these weekly level 10 meetings take place for 90 minutes. And usually this is where everybody passes out. And they're like, oh my goodness, that is not even remotely possible because there's no way that I could invest 90 minutes of our time every week with the most valuable people in our office to do these things because we're just so busy all the time that there's no reason or any way that we would have time to all get together for a 90-minute meeting. However, time and time and time again, studies have shown that when teams have these 90-minute meetings, everything is much better. Issues are addressed. Good news is passed around. The issues that come up are getting resolved before they get too big. And time and time again, team members that participate in these meetings are so happy that they now have invested time with other coworkers and team members on moving in the right direction. Too often, too many enterprises and businesses and teams will just keep kind of going out there and everybody going in a different direction. And that would literally be like a football team, a soccer team, or a baseball team moving in different directions on the field without having regular team meetings to determine the strategy, the plan, and the idea as to where and how they're going to move this forward. So we covered all of the things. Now, remember in these prior episodes, the reason why it gets set up the way it did is because we discussed our priorities for the quarters first, because you got to figure out what it is that you're going to actually work on for the quarter. Then we talked about creating that weekly scorecard. We talked about the roles and the duties of each particular person in the structure of your organization, because that's then how we develop the priorities that are going to get done for the quarter. We picked the top three to seven items. We talked about how less is more. We develop the priorities and we start to move forward. Then we discussed and developed the scorecard that we covered here a few moments ago. Now, what happens in these weekly level 10 meetings 
this brings everything together. Because it's not just about identifying what are the important duties and responsibilities for each aspect and segment of your business. It's now also about reviewing what's happening. Are we on track, off track, ahead of track, or behind track? It's talking about where are we on the priorities because we have that weekly quarterly meeting. And in that quarterly meeting, we determine what the priorities for the quarter are going to be. We then established this weekly scorecard or the scorecard that we were going to be reviewing as to what the important numbers are that we've got to review every week. So now the weekly meeting brings it all together. It creates accountability. It allows for reporting. It allows for all of the important people that need to get together on your team regarding this stuff to get together, to discuss it, to identify it, and to solve any of the particular matters that come up. So in the EOS model, they talk about these level 10 weekly meetings with your team for 90 minutes. You're going to need to make the determination as to who is supposed to be in that particular meeting. And it depends on the size of your organization. But I promise you, whether you have one person, two people, five people, 10 people, 20 people, you have got to make a decision as to the important people that are going to need to be in that particular meeting to get things done, to address the things that need to be happening. And I promise you, do not get complacent in any way by saying, well, things are going very well. Why do we need to have a meeting? Everybody knows what they're up to and so on, and we just don't need to meet. I promise you, even you as the leader, manager, owner, and operator of your business thinks that things are moving smoothly. If you do not have these regular team meetings with your people, you're missing out on better productivity, better efficiency, and even addressing potential areas where you can cut costs or practically enhance your revenue because you didn't actually have a chance to get some feedback and input from other team members that are working on this same team with you to help you move the ball down the field and do the scoring in your particular business. That's really, really key and why we talk about these meetings now bringing everything together. So I'm going to refer you, the listeners, to the EOS website because they've got a lot of great resources and documents on there on how to put together your agenda. But basically, the initial parts of the agenda, the meeting has to take place. You know, I always recommend the meeting take place on Monday or Tuesday, beginning of the week. Uh, it's got to start and end at the exact same time. So if you pick nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whatever it is, Everybody's committed to going to that 90 minutes. It starts on time, ends on time, so everybody knows exactly what you're going to get covered. In the EOS model agenda, it talks about the initial 20 minutes of the meeting are basically reporting. So the first five minutes is a segue. They talk about representing or presenting good news, business, and personal, and everybody in the meeting has a chance to kind of just quickly recite some good news. Next you got the scorecard. Again, that's five minutes review of the scorecard. It's not analyzing the scorecard in any way. It's just reporting. During this segment of the meeting, it's just reporting. Next, we go into the rock review for five minutes. That's determine what the priorities are, how they're coming along, and we give the reporting on schedule, off schedule, behind schedule, or ahead of schedule. 
Next, we talk about customer and or employee headlines. We give it a five minute, one sentence, and I've seen that particular concept work really, really well when people work in the core values of their business and they take sometimes one of their core values and they discuss an example of how that core value was experienced by you know a client a customer or one of the team members for this particular past week next there's another five minutes allocated to the review of the to-dos so the to-dos basically are action items that are on the list that determine what is the status on the list of items that needed to get done by whom this past week and what is their status. And again, it's just a quick review, done or undone. That's it. It's not, well, I didn't get a chance to get to the water cooler to fill the water because something got in my way on the way to the water cooler. No. It is just the reporting of the to-dos. You said that you were going to contact the city about this, that, or the other thing. Was it done or not? The goal is to make your to-dos to become to-dones. That's the way that you start to learn and process it. Then, in this 90-minute meeting, you're really allocating 60 minutes of this 90-minute meeting in a segment called IDS. And in the EOS system, the IDS stands for issues discussing and solving. So you identify the issues that need to be discussed by the team, you then discuss them, and then you solve them. And usually they say, in learning a lot about this, they say that it's the issues that people just kind of gloss over very quickly and don't give it the time and energy that it needs, but it's the issues that need to be addressed. Then you discuss it, then you solve it, and you've got 60 minutes to get that done, and that's the main part of the meeting. Now, when you're going through the IDS, what's gonna happen is you're going to end up creating to-dos. Oh, and the other thing about the IDS, when you get into this particular section, Again, I'm going to refer you to the book and the important part in the traction about how to do the IDS well. But the most important thing is, is that if you've got six or seven different issues on your list, you need to take a look at those issues and really make an assessment as to what is the most important item on that list. And then you discuss that top item until you get a resolution. In other words, you got to do the IDS for that entire thing for the whole time. And sometimes you might get through two or three issues and sometimes you'll get through the entire list. But that's kind of how you do it. Now, when you're going through that IDS, it's going to create a list of to do's that need to get addressed by someone that gets done by when and how and so on. And again, you know, keep in mind that we're really, really emphasizing that the entire importance about this weekly meeting is for these issues to get addressed before they turn into a four or five star alarm and it becomes out of control in that regard. And then finally, in the last five minutes of the meeting, so if you've only got five minutes left, this is the time where you got to give it pencils down, everybody. Let's recap the to-do list so we know what it is that needs to get done by when and how. We need to review any messages that need to be delivered to other team members that were not in this particular meeting and or codify and or report on what it is that we covered. 
And then finally, you go around the room and you ask everybody that was in attendance of the meeting to actually rate the meeting from one to 10 on how effective that particular meeting is. So I know in our mastermind group, a lot of times we're doing a one to 10 based on certain other elements. But in the EOS model, it's really asking you to rate the meeting one to 10. And again, that's where it got the name level 10. Everybody's striving to really get a 10 on the effectiveness scale because that makes meetings that much more productive, that much more profitable, and that much more efficient as they do that. So the most important aspect of this element of the entire concept is just get started. You know, so if you've got the priorities in place and you've done your rocks and you've got your structure and you've got your scorecard that's constantly, you know, being refined and improved, you've got to just kind of jump out there, get started, pick a day, pick a time that all team members can attend and just start meeting. I think you will be incredibly amazed as to how effective this is and maybe Internally, I'll even confess that maybe one of the reasons why I've kind of held off a few weeks before launching this particular episode was that I know that even in our own business, we have ad hoc meetings. We have, okay, well, I've got a few minutes here and there or whatever, and we have these ad hoc meetings, but we're not bringing everything together like we need to. So in many ways, I'm even talking to myself by saying you've got to just get started. Pick a date and a time that all team members can attend, and then you just start meeting and making things happen in that particular way. So that rounds out the topic for our FLN podcast episode today. But before we depart, I want to give you a great message of the day by James Clear, who is the author of The Atomic Habit. And this is a great message. He says, many people have a hard time making decisions because they don't know what is important. When you have a clear mission and you are completely sure what is important to you, most decisions become easy. Once you're fully committed, you don't need rules for how to spend your time. It's obvious which decisions to make. It's clear what to prioritize. Many people don't need productivity or time management advice they need conviction. And then at the end here, he says, hat tip to Jordan O'Connor. So that rounds out our topic of the day. That rounds out our message of the day. We get a chance to wrap up this particular episode of the FLN podcast. I'm hoping all of your listeners out there enjoyed it, found a lot of value and content in this particular information. And as always, if you're looking to be a guest or a sponsor on the FLN Podcast, we encourage you to visit flnpodcast.com. And as always, if you need to reach out to myself or any of our team members to help you with any questions about FLN, this podcast, or how this outstanding network and organization work, we encourage you to send us an email to fln at floridalawyersnetwork.com. So on that note, make it a great day, make it a great week, make it a great month, and we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Thank you.